victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. I'll try to get through the intro. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, and then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We do include spoilers for the new film. However, we're going to wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film, so we're always going to have spoilers uh, when we talk about anything that has been out for at least one year. The uh, other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, and you guys can pretty much expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and uh, with me as always are my co-hosts, uh, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Hola, doing okay. Yeah. Well, I uh, hope you guys get that get that house closing done, Phil. Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, I'm uh, running out of paper plates, so <laughs> we've been living out of boxes for like a month, and all our shit's all packed up. <laughs> oh, boy. Well... <laughs> I laugh, but I know I know where you are. We we had to live in a hotel for three months one time. We'd sold Ouch. our old house and hadn't gotten the new one built yet, so it happens. Oh. Yeah, I'll do it. Well, that's true. At least we're not there. Although we may be before too long. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could be. We could be in Alaska. What do you think about that, Brian? Uh, you don't want to be here. It's getting <laughs> super <laughs> cold. <laughs> it's snow's coming. I, I feel it. Snow is coming. coming. I feel it any day. Oh. Any oh, day man. now. Well, it was 93 degrees here today. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, why don't you start off with our cool of the week? I've been doing the 31 days, so I've been watching a lot of shit. But I am going to pick The Babysitter, which came out on Netflix. Oh, uh, I believe, okay, cool. Friday. Um, decent movie. It was it was pretty fun. You know, typical. Uh, you know, baby, crazy babysitter. You know, I'm, I'm not going to give too much away because it gets into some other stuff. But um, I thought okay. there was a, a lot of a lot of funny parts. Uh, it was kind of gory, more gory than I expected. It's always a good and, thing. And um. Yeah, a lot better than I expected from uh, a director that goes by Mick G. Okay. Which I've, I've <laughs> only seen, the only thing I've seen from him is uh, Terminator Salvation, and that's not my, it's not one of my favorites, so. But um, decent, decent Netflix watch. Um, I recommend it. Man, I didn't really watch a whole lot this week. I did start on Lore. 
the Amazon oh, series. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The one we watched the uh, trailer for last week. Yeah, it's uh, okay. it's not bad. It's it's like documentary style, and they go over um, basically the uh, the history of real stuff. Like the first one, spoiler alert, is uh, is about vampires, but they don't really tell you that until the very end. Oh, and uh, okay, but they give you like kind of the history of like the original vampire story and how that went down and uh while superimposing some documentary shit on top of it hmm. it's not bad it's a little slow it's it's a little more boring than i wanted it to be but it's okay i, I guess my real cool of the week is gonna be astros yeah, yeah. buddy what up now yankees <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh yeah i don't i don't keep up with sports too much anymore man what, what uh there was there was one year i was a huge sports fan and one year, I uh, I had made a commitment. I was going to watch every single Astros game on TV. Uh, about oh, I don't know halfway through the season, I, I, we were just sitting there, and AJ turns to me and she says, "Are you going to really seriously dominate the TV literally every fucking night for four more months?" I'm like, eh, <laughs> "All right, that's 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 it." Because <laughs> I I yeah. tend to go too I I go full into anything, whatever I'm into, you know. Uh, but, uh, so it gets a whole lot more exciting during the playoffs. Well, so you, so you say they're doing really well then. The yes, yeah, the uh, ALCS man. This is mm-hmm. one more step to the till the playoffs, and uh, they're already up two games to none on the Yankees. So uh, wow, awesome! Next stop, World Series. Cool. All right. Yeah, um, man. Cool of the week. I don't know. See, I'm having I'm having trouble I'm having trouble with that myself because I haven't really. Uh, haven't been able to watch too much this week, and, and as a matter of fact, you two guys are going to have to go off on the go go off on your own again on the new movie this week because I didn't get a chance. But I guess my cool of the week would be the Renaissance Festival. <laughs> I don't know if any That's of you. Uh, I don't know if you, any of you listeners live in an area where they have any kind of a like a Renaissance fair or a festival, but um, it's cool to go. But when you go and actually camp out there, it's, it takes it to a whole new level, right, Philip? Oh yeah. Well, and I think that's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that there's other places that camp, but I mean, that's that's one of the things that's kind of specific to Houston. Mm-hmm. Camping gets uh, pretty exciting. I'm I'm really irritated. I didn't get to go this year. Hey, year ain't over yet, man. There's still yeah. what six six or seven more weeks of it. That's true. So we may invite got... some friends down. We'll make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, you guys ready to move on to some headlines? Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine uh, came in at one hundred and fifty eight point five million worldwide at one hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Okay, uh, most of that is uh, international. Ah, uh, it didn't do so well here stateside. So. Um, yeah, that surprised me a whole lot. Yeah, almost yeah, almost a three hour movie. That's a little little much for these these United States. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have we don't have a whole lot of patience for that for that kind of thing anymore, do we? They didn't really market it as a uh, you know summer blockbuster or anything. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, any uh, Blu-ray collectors out there? Target will be having a special edition uh, Stranger Things season one uh, 
it's going to be in a VHS style packaging. So if anybody That's wants cool. to uh, check that it, out, it's going to be out October 17th. Mm-hmm. VHS will come back before too long. Watch. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I don't know. Records did. <clears throat> yeah, you know, ret- retro's real big now. Everything retro. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Stephen King's uh, Mr. Mercedes has been renewed for a season two. Okay. I never yeah, watched ha- it. Happy to hear it. I just, uh, I'm only a couple episodes in. I've got, I got a lot, of, a lot of catching up to do still. Yeah, I'm still only a couple in two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heard good things. Uh, John Carpenter is officially going to score the upcoming Halloween uh, sequel slash reboot coming out next year. So, uh, oh. that'll be What's super cool. What's the last cool. thing he did? That's cool. Uh, music wise or movie? Uh, movie. <laughs> John Carpenter? <laughs> oh, he's, I know he's been touring with his band right now. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, movie. I don't know. I have to look that up. I don't remember the last thing. The last thing I seen that I remember that he did was the Ward. Yes, I do remember. I do remember that. That it was pretty boring, if I yeah. remember correctly. I mean, I seen John Carpenter, and then um, what mm-hmm. is the, the actress's name that was in it? She's married to uh, Johnny Depp, or about to be divorced, or uh, whatever her name is. Oh, oh shit. That, <laughs> Well, whoever she is, I seen that she was in it. And no I was like, okay, she, yeah, she's pretty hot. So I was like, I'll check it out. And the movie was boring as hell. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I mean, he hadn't done anything in uh, anything spectacular in a while. So yeah, I mean, he's still a legend, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the <laughs> uh, owner of the Nerdist podcast and Talking Dead host, uh, Chris Hardwick, has signed a three-picture deal with Blumhouse. To do what? Something about that. Yeah, uh, it says Hardwick will be producing Blumhouse genre films through his newly formed company, Spitball, and will be d- directing at least one of them. And it's said that uh, Chris Hardwick is a diehard horror fan. So, Really? Make, that yeah. makes sense. I it, he's got his little hands in everything. I really like the dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of as a person, he seems pretty cool and motivated. Um, so I we'll see what he can do. I mean, this is you get too many plates spinning at once, and eventually mm-hmm. they're all gonna fall down, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And with that being said, that is all the news we have. Wow, man, not much. <laughs> a, it is a slow. Well, I think we're going to make up for it in trailers, Brian. So why don't you why don't you take our uh, come with us and take our little trip down to the trailer park, man? Uh, first of all, we're going to start it with is uh, Future Man, starring Josh Hutcherson. Mm-hmm. This one, a new show produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. What did you guys think of this one? Uh, I would I would definitely say that it started out looking like something I've seen before. And then when it said, wait a minute, this is the same exact plot line of, you know, whatever else it was. I'm like, OK, I think they're onto something here. Uh, what was the name of the like movie? A, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. The, the, the plot line that they're stealing? What was um, the name of it? Uh, oh. The Last Starfighter. The Last yeah. Starfighter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He said, that's literally the same exact storyline from The Last Starfighter. <laughs> what is 
got kind of a comedy thing to it. It yeah, looks, it, it's it looks like interesting. it's going to be great, man. And it's going to be what it... I'm assuming he goes into the future as well as different decades in the past? I believe so. Like, I mean, TV series, cool. so they've kind of got unlimited potential here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they got they to gotta stop that outbreak that, that came about by, uh, what was it, a herpes medication? <laughs> yeah, the guy's the guy uh, is going to invent a herpes medication that's going to destroy the world. So their goal <laughs> is to either kill him as a baby, Terminator style, or uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or stop him from getting herpes. So they try to cockblock this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it looks like it could be fun. It's going to be uh, thirteen episodes, and it's going to come out on Hulu November fourteenth. Ah, okay. Is it a Hulu exclusive? Probably. Yeah. yeah hey, what was that? Is it a Hulu exclusive? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll check it out, man. It looks interesting. And uh, we're going to move on to another Hulu exclusive, uh, Marvel's Runaways. I am not going to go through this cast list because it is long. <laughs> right. Um, and you've never heard of anybody anyway. Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, it's a new uh, Marvel show, 10 episodes. Um, not too familiar with the Runaways, but the, the trailer does got me a little intrigued. Because mm-hmm. uh, apparently uh, th- this team is formed because their parents are super evil and, and looks like into some cult shit. Okay. Yeah, it looks weird. And it looks like it might be a little bit darker than than people expected it to be, right? So um, yeah, they're they're going kind of off the rails with these superhero things, though. And it, I feel like <laughs> every time they do that, it doesn't really work. So right? we'll see how how this one goes. Yeah, and right now, when it comes to Marvel doing TV shows, I'm not really on board. I'm looking for something oh, no. different because uh, that Inhuman shit was it's it's <laughs> not getting any better. I'm watching it just because it's it's connected to the universe, right. so I want to be filled in if anything is going to be brought up later. But it it is not fun watching that show. Oh. Wow. Are you going to stick with it so, since you know it's only one season? Or are you going to go ahead and jump off the ship now? Uh, I'm going to stick with it. It's uh, mm-hmm. from what I was told, it's only like six episodes or something, right? But it, it's it's a hard watch for for me personally. I don't know. I heard some people out there like it. I don't know why, but <laughs> but definitely, I hope <laughs> I hope Runaways is 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 a change of pace. So um, right. Got a release date on Hulu, November twenty first. Yeah, I'm a dude. I, at some point, I, I'm afraid I'm going to end up one. One of these shows is going to be good enough, if not this one, another one we're about to talk about tonight. But yeah, eventually, I'm going to have to put the plop the the you know six dollars or seven dollars a month down again and get Hulu again. So I used to have it before we had uh, cable. And then yeah. we got, well, we got DirecTV again, and it was like, I, well, why get Hulu with, you know, if we've got DirecTV, because all the channels come on out. But now there's so many good Hulu originals, it's like that's not a, really a valid argument anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess we can talk about probably the most interesting one, at least for me, uh, uh, another Hulu exclusive, uh, Stephen King's Castle Rock. That's the one. That's the one I'm looking forward to, man. 
produced by J.J. Abrams. And this one, I will go through the cast list. Uh, very good cast. Uh, mm-hmm. Melanie Linsky, Jane Levy, Sissy Spacek. Is she going to play uh, Carrie? Uh, there's been some, some speculation. Okay. There's going to there, there's going to be some connections in the Stephen King universe. Um, Bill Skarsgård, uh, Pennywise himself. <laughs> oh. But I bet somebody said that he's not going to play Pennywise or something. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Scott Glenn, Scott Glenn, and Terry right. O'Quinn okay, are what also is Scott, in What what is Scott Glenn not in these days, man? That guy shows up in everything. He's in the the leftovers, Daredevil. Uh, there's two or three other oh, things yeah. I've seen him pop up in the last uh, the last couple of uh, months or so. The old man, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah, he busy. yeah, he's busy, man. He's definitely not running out of parts, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what did you guys think of Castle Rock? I'm looking Dude, forward. To I don't it, know. Man. I, I love all the Stephen King stories, and I think it's based on short stories, right? I believe so. See, I don't really know anything about it, and the preview did not help with that at all. Right. <laughs> so it I did, thought it was... didn't tell you much, did it? No, it didn't tell me anything. It was like, right. here's a wide scene of a dude who looks surprised and astounded. Mm-hmm. Here's another one of a different dude that looks surprised and astounded. And it was, you know, they gave you this hodgepodge of different scenes that don't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, until right. the end, there's a little like Shawshank bumper sticker on something. Right, Depart- department, <laughs> cor- main department of corrections, Shawshank prison. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh hey, I think I know what they're talking about there. Right. <laughs> but the rest of it was, uh, I mean, I, I'll watch the show, but uh, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't give you much to nibble on here. Didn't, didn't give you my. Well, that's man, yeah, that's kind of got me intrigued, man. You know? Yeah, this was this was pretty much a teaser because uh, this show is not going right. to come out till next year. So, all right, well, I'll probably throw my throw my money down for Hulu when it does. All right, well, they're uh, trying to compete with Netflix. Oh, big time! Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I'm hearing, Netflix better stop purchasing all these movies and TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> pull back shitty. a little bit. <laughs> right? Yeah, they are spending millions and millions. So you're saying they need more th- they need to do more things like the babysitter and stranger things, huh? Yeah, cuz from what I read um this next uh, Scorsese film, uh, they paid like 100 million dollars right. for it. That's crazy, man. I mean, I'm interested in it. You know, they're getting Al Pacino and De Niro and uh, mm-hmm. Pesci back together, but a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but that's going to be a. Uh, I guarantee you, it won't just release on Netflix. It'll be a, a theater movie first, and then yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna want to go after the awards and stuff, so they yeah. got to release it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna move on to the next trailer, Mayhem. Star, starring Stephen Yoon, people know him as uh, Glenn, mm-hmm. right. and Samara Weaving, directed by Joe Lynch. A lot of people might remember Joe Lynch from Gremlins and uh, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, can I say Belko Experiment? Well, yeah. I was wondering, is it set in the same universe as the Belko Experiment? Uh, I mean, not did, that did I they can... do that on purpose, or I don't know. I think you know every every few years there always seems to be two similar movies coming out so i think that's what's right. happening here this one is basically uh seems like a some kind of outbreak happens 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, Shades of the Walking Dead, huh? With Glenn yeah. there, right? Yeah. It's like the Belko experiment, but everybody's fucking crazy mm-hmm. because yeah. of some sort of virus. But it looks cool. I mean, it, I, mm-hmm. I'll totally watch it. And <laughs> I saw I saw some uh, advertisement uh, on was it Facebook or something that it has a right now it has close to a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Okay. So, I mean, that might be it. Uh, next month uh, it's going to be on VOD November tenth. Okay. So, um, I mean, it looks like it's going to be some fun. I mean, I like the Belco oh, yeah. experiment. So. I did too. It'll probably be right on par with it. I bet. I, I think it's going to be fun and interesting, but you know, it's not going to mm-hmm. go down in history. <clears throat> probably, a, probably a, a spot on description there, Philip. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move on to the next one. Hostel, starring Brittany Ashworth and Javier Botet. Okay, not Hostel. <laughs> Hostile, I <Gotcha>. believe. <laughs> <laughs> For a minute, I was thinking, wait a minute, did I see the wrong, uh, did I did I watch the wrong trailer? <laughs> yeah, uh, this one looks like it's the run-of-the-mill post-apocalyptic movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Probably, you know, I'll probably catch it when it comes on Netflix or something. Digitally. Oh, but this one had like the creepy female zombie thing that was walking around. That was, uh, yeah. Hmm. I'm down, dude. This is this is my yeah. genre right here. I like this one. Uh, yeah, it, kinda, it looked to me a bit, a little bit like the Bad Batch, or yeah. scenes of it. The way it was photographed, kind of did. But yeah, I don't you know just if it has hope- anything to do with that or not. You just watched that recently, didn't you? Not not too long ago. A couple, uh, a couple of months did you, back. Did you like it? It was uh it was okay. It was it was definitely yeah. not as good as I was expecting. It it kind of turned into a love story at the end and I was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't make a lot of sense, you know. So okay, basically somebody is part of a group that just fucking let you cut my fucking you know, arm arm and leg off and ate it and fucking kept me captive and I'm going to fall in love with this asshole, <laughs> you know? Didn't make yeah. any fucking sense to me, but, you know. It was uh, like, boy, they, they swung real hard at it and that ball just went foul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Aquaman. Yeah, where, where they lost me was uh, Keanu Reeves. Because <laughs> oh, that, guy, yeah, was, that was... guy was living really good in this right. wasteland. Where apparently he well, can get anything you want. Def- yeah. Definitely wasn't the his, be- his best role. <laughs> what, what were you saying, Phil? Oh, I said, uh, they, yeah, they swung real hard at it, and it just went foul, I felt like. <laughs> just a bit outside. Yeah. We'll see what happens with this one. Right. Uh, Hostile does not have a release date yet. Hmm, okay. Uh, let's see. Um... Stranger Things season two final trailer mm-hmm. uh, just dropped. Um, not going to run through the whole cast list. Pretty much uh, everybody returning from the first season with added uh, people. Uh, Sean Astin, uh, mm-hmm. Paul Reiser are uh, going to be okay. new cast members in this season. Right. I mean, um, it's nothing much to say. I'm total. I'm. I'm. Count down the days. I am all in on Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really kind of wish they. This was very eleven heavy. This uh, trailer looked that and way, I, didn't it? And I kind of just 
I don't know. I feel like trailers lately they they kind of put too much into it. I mean, we all knew she was going to come back at, with the teaser at the 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 last episode of last season. Mm-hmm. So I didn't need to see her all over the trailer. Right. But she has different hair. They have to show you. Oh. <laughs> True. <laughs> I didn't recognize her at first with the hair. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm definitely down with it. Stranger Things. I mean, dude, you can't go wrong. Everybody's going to watch this of thing. Of course. You yeah. know they are. The first one was such a success. How can you not? Yeah. Well, I'd rather see this yeah. than, you know, some re- retread, you know, Godfather 12 or whatever. You know, yeah, Goodfellas Part yeah. Six or whatever the hell they're they're trying to come out with for a hundred million. Yeah, and then uh, instead of the eight episodes, it's going to be pushed to nine. So getting an extra episode this season. Hmm. Okay, but still not too many. I like it. Yeah, uh, October twenty seventh. I'm sure everybody knows we've been talking about it. And by October twenty eighth, we'll be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, because I know I'm definitely binge watching it. Oh, is yep. that the premiere date, the 28th? Uh, yes. 27th. 27th. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, on to our two biggest trailers of the week. The first one we're going to talk about is The New Mutants, starring Anya Taylor Joy, Maisie Williams, Charlie Heaton, <clears throat> and Alice Braga. Mm. I am excited about this one. Oh, man. Yeah. What about you, Phil? Yeah, I am too. I, I think it's, mm-hmm. although I still think they're going totally off the rails on these superhero movies. Uh, this one, at least, they took a little different approach to it. <laughs> it it looks, it's, it looks more like a horror movie, you know. Yeah, oh, and I don't know, I don't know if I like that. To be honest with you, no? I, read, I read the New Mutants comics from issue number one. Oh, and uh, yeah, I mean they were they always had kind of like a weird vibe to it not not kind of almost semi-horror but this to me this just kind of looked uh a little bit over a little bit over the top man like it's trying to be a completely different kind of movie which uh you know obviously we're all going to give it a try right i mean yeah i I mean that uh the director josh boone that's uh the horror aspect is what he was trying to go for what what is what has he done before (laughs) the fault of our stars are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> no. Seriously? It wasn't that wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't horror. you <laughs> <laughs> dude. Uh, 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 seriously? Yep. This is the guy you're excited to see his new movie? I mean, you're putting your faith in this asshole? Seriously, hey, man? You know I I am when it comes to the X-Men, see, uh, I was the who posted a comic, Kevin. He said uh-huh. the same thing. This is not what he remembered in the comics. Right. And I think they need to do something different. Fox does yes. with, with their okay. X-Men property. Because when, when it comes to the their, their main X-Men movies, uh-huh. I think they try to adapt what's on the comics. And they just, they're not getting it right. Because next year, uh, besides this, we're getting Deadpool 2 and a new X-Men movie. I'm excited for this and Deadpool 2, not the new X-Men movie. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I'll, I, I like, I'll be excited I like, when they reboot that shit. Yeah, I like what they're doing with what they did with Deadpool, what they did with Logan. They're doing mm-hmm. something different here. I like the cast. Um, to me, like, uh, what is her? Anya Taylor-Joy? I think right. she's going to, when we talk about Scream Queens, we're going to be talking about her. Because, I mean, she you was in so? The Witch. She was in The Witch. She was okay. Split. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but Morgan, she was in that. 
Right? <laughs> That's right. She it's was okay. Morgan, right? Well, and look, they've got Arya Stark in here, man. I yeah. mean, how can you go? And, uh, how can you go wrong? Well, let's ask Char- Josh, Char- and I'm sure he'll answer your question for you when we yeah, see this uh, movie. I mean, uh, they also got Charlie Heaton. He was uh, the older brother in uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. Ha! You know what? Yeah. <laughs> this scares me, but not as much as the other two things he's he's announced to be directing that are coming up. Uh-oh. Oh, man. He's supposed to be. Have you ever heard of uh, L- Lissy's Story, which is a Stephen King book? No. Okay. He's tied to that. But this one, this is what this is what kills me because this is my favorite King novel of all time. He's tied to do a new version of The Stand. Oh, nice! Ooh, he better pull it out for New Mutants, guys, or I'm gonna be fucking pissed. I mean, the fault of our star. I mean, maybe he had to do something like that <laughs> to get his foot in the door. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I seen it. I mean. I didn't weak, enjoy weak, it, weak, dude, but it's, it wasn't the it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Right? It was. I mean, it was a cheesy for what it was, though. For that genre of movie, it wasn't bad. I think. Yeah, maybe he had to pull that out to to get into the stuff that he wanted to do. You know. Oh, boy. Beware, folks! <laughs> you you heard it here first. Anytime Philip says for what it was, <laughs> you can <laughs> fucking turd on the way. Yeah, that's true. I'm a little more positive than most of them. Right side of shit. We, we got kidding. this. We got this coming Friday, the 13th of April next year. Oh so. wow! Okay. Ooh, what's our next one? Oh, probably the big one of the yep. week: Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Never yeah, heard of buddy. it. What what Star Wars exactly? A bunch of people fighting up in the in in outer space or what? Yeah, it's a fairly new franchise that came out. Okay. Directed by Ryan Johnson and starring everybody basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's Ryan. see who's new to the cast list for this one. Uh, Benicio del Toro and Laura Laura Dern. I know are the new uh, new actors showing up in this one. Huh. Okay. And as from the trailer, uh, we get Mark Hamill actually saying s- stuff. Right. That's that's, yeah. uh, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I think there's a lot of misdirection in the trailer. Oh, yeah. I do too. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Which there, there, there's. I I kind of want those things to happen. I might. I'm sorry, but I think it will just add like the. I'm sure we're talking about the same thing. Uh, the yes. Kylo Ren about to fire on his on his mother. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. think it will add depth to his character. Honestly. Well, and then at the end, when she's yes. when uh, when when Ray is is taking his hand, right? It's it what looked, it looks uh, like. That's what it looks like. But you notice yeah. they film them. They just filmed her the scene with her, and then all of a sudden they show the scene with him, and it just kind of makes it look like it's together. But I. I'm with you, man. I think that's some serious misdirection. But any way you look at it, I mean, this trailer looks dark as shit, guys. Yeah. I, so I hear, I heard a theory on 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 that. Oh yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's just a fan theory, but you know, it's fun to read the fan theories on stuff like this and Game of Thrones that just take over the world when they come out. Mm-hmm. Um. So what if, uh, Ray goes to the dark side? No. And Kylo would, Ren has to turn around and be the good guy. 
Wow. To stop. Ah. Uh, except you know that they're so female heavy on this uh, on this hero thing that they've got going, female empowerment. Woo. That uh, I, they, I, I, I would, don't think they can do that. I would love to see her go to the dark. I would. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I would love to see them both on the dark side. At least just temporarily, Honestly. right? It's left to stop them. <laughs> Fucking wow, Luke. man. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just maybe I'm just being dark here, but I just everything that they're telling us that might be misdirection. I kind of want it to happen. Mm-hmm. But that would be cool, well, right? If, if yes. Ray goes to the dark side and she's like, because she she has potential to be more badass than Vader if she wanted to. Sure. Yes. And uh, what else we got? Um, we got Captain Phasma actually doing something actually in this movie. Actually doing something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which hey, I, I, I thought she was stuck in a trash compactor or something like that. You what? know what? Uh, she she's got her own she's got her own comic book run now. Yeah. And I guess the the first issue picks up how she gets out. Oh. Okay. I, I, I heard right. it's pretty good. I heard it's pretty good. Makes sense. Wow. So. Uh, and- Type that one into IMDb, and the whole page goes Star Wars. Ah, okay. Well, you know, I got a bad feeling that uh, if Ray goes to the dark side, it's going to break uh, Denny, Denny Lewis's heart. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, nobody ever had a problem with a bad girl. <laughs> well, let's try. Yeah, Denny, tell us what you think about that, man. Maybe it might call for a, a special episode of... Uh, of uh, after midnight, you know. There you go. Well, I think it's only right we have him and possibly Kevin on here. They're probably, at least for me, the two two of the biggest Star Wars fans I know. So. Oh, for sure. Oh, that'd be uh, fun. We, yeah. you know, we may have we may have a Star Wars uh, spectacular, like a two episode in the works, if you guys are down for it. Because uh, Jay yeah. Jay's reached out as well. He's interested too. I'm totally oh. down. Let's so, do it. Yeah, this could Star. be a this could be a good this could be a good one, guys. And if anybody didn't know, I'm probably sure everybody is or, or does know. Uh, December fifteenth is the day, and many people have already purchased their tickets. Yes, I've that. seen that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our last trailer. All right, cool. Well, uh, Phil, I know we got quite a bit of listener feedback but there's out there's uh actually quite a bit that i uh, wasn't able to get onto the template i don't know if you've got if you've got access to the horror returns group man maybe we could go through go through even more than we've got on there if if, if you're able to pull it up if not we'll cover it next week no big deal uh let me cover what we got on the page right now and then we'll see what we can get to sounds good man so we got quite a bit of listener feedback uh sean pipes is in there multiple times uh, he says, uh, look what I got in the mail yesterday, my new favorite shirt. Look at this logo, or love the logo. Just wanted to give a big thank you to you guys for sending it out. Uh, keep doing what you do. Always look forward to your podcast. All right. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, awesome. Sean. So I guess he was the first one to get a T-shirt. Check that out. I think uh, Carl, I think Carl's put something on there as well. Uh, yeah, so, so we got... Um, Regarding uh, Creep 2, uh, Darren Wilson says it's kind of Im- impatient, but even though I've got Netflix, I'm going to go see it in theaters on the 21st. <laughs> well, there's that. There you go. 
regarding Tragedy Girls, uh, B. Germain uh, says, I saw it at the film festival two months back. It's pretty awesome. Uh, regarding Hello, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Pastor Clear. <laughs> uh, Pastor Clear says, uh, in watching some of these old favorites, I am realizing what I'm what's missing from today's horrors. They need to bring back the gratuitous nude scenes. Yes, they, <laughs> yes, they do. There you That's go. true, man. There's not a lot of new horror movies that have like because uh, you know there's a sex scene, there's some nudity, and you're like, right. okay, they're definitely gonna die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking scream! Um, Screwed it up for everybody. No, the new, uh, <laughs> the one I can think of that had a really great opening scene uh, where the chick took all, off all her clothes and jumped in the water and went swimming was the uh, remember the Friday the Thirteenth remake came out a few years back. Oh uh, yeah, the one where uh, Jason was a pot dealer. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty. I remember that one being pretty juicy. Yeah. Can't think yeah, of anymore since we, then, though. Can you? We need to get more back to that. I think uh, maybe that that'll be in the works for some new stuff. <laughs> uh, apparently, in uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead season three, season three already. Jesus Christ! I need to catch up with this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a scene that tops the infamous Deadite colon fight. Uh, Jim Cupco <laughs> finally almost caught up with the show. Uh, this scene was outstanding. Uh, I can only imagine what will top this. <laughs> I do remember well, that I... scene in the morgue, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I'll have to watch it. Uh, okay, so here's a person after my own heart. Regarding Blade Runner 2049, Katie Dillon says, boo, <laughs> long, boring you know, and you, and Let me address it. This is my sister-in-law. Uh-huh. Who right back to you? Because I'm pretty, <laughs> I am pretty sure you didn't even watch the first one. So, oh, there you have well, it. Well, yeah, and if you didn't watch the first one, then this one doesn't really catch you up on it before it starts, and it's still like three hours worth of wow. <laughs> that's kind of like the whole. That's that's my version of the Blade Runner uh, soundtrack. Yeah, that's pretty pretty good, man. Pretty spot on. <laughs> Uh, regarding Train to Busan, uh, Kevin Nez, of course, says hella good and sad. <laughs> mm. Kevin, you uh, need t- he needs T-shirts made. Yeah. What? For which word? <laughs> no, for hella good. Oh, that's yeah, a great good. idea, man. <laughs> with like a with like a like a Kevin Nez like a silhouette on it or something with that yeah. with the hair. Oh, wow. Yeah, so We're right. <laughs> I'd buy it. I would too. Uh, regarding Cult of Chucky, uh, Sean Pipes again says, <laughs> mm-hmm. "Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's a fun turd. It's like yeah. a, a turd <laughs> fuck with you, fuck you, sprinkles. Sean. It was fun. It was it was <laughs> shitty fun. Well, I guess that's the definition of a well. No, that's. I guess you would call that it dog shitty, ate a lot huh? of confetti. <laughs> oh boy." Uh, regarding houses October built, uh, Ryan Stevens loved the first one. Can't wait to see the second. And uh, Sean Pipes also really liked the first one. Yeah, guys, see the second one. It's it's I, I'd say it's as good as the first one. It's mm-hmm. a little different vibe to it, uh, but it's fun. You know, 
It's it's fun and scary. It's cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian put up the new trailer for New Mutants, and uh, yeah, here we go. Carl McCullough says, uh, interesting approach, making it a horror movie as opposed to a superhero flick. Uh, I need to see more, especially how they portray their powers. Hmm. Uh, Patrick Lear says, what will be interesting is the transition. Where do they plan to go with this? Hmm. Looking down the road. Uh, Samantha Samantha Bean says badass. There you go. That says it all. <laughs> yeah. All right. I dis- so I disagree, but <laughs> I uh, I thought the trailer was cool. We'll see we'll how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll jump on some of the group stuff next week and uh, and add some more feedback to it. But for right now, thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. Uh, and as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Um, or jump on iTunes or, you know, whatever of the podcast format that you like, because we're probably on there. But Chances leave an iTunes review, because we love those. Yes, very much so. Zach Baxter at the Knights of the Drunk Watch. We're back here for our After Talk recap of American Horror Story Episode 6 titled Midwest Assassin. Woohoo! Uh, did not say the title anywhere in the episode. No, they, no, didn't. they did not. No, they did That's true. Oh, well, oh, happens. Okay, we're going to introduce ourselves really quickly. I'm Zach. I'm Audie. I'm Andrew. And back there is Mark. He may or may not join in. I'm Mark. I might add a comment or two. I never have drinks for this. We are the Knights of the the Drunk Watch. (laughs) And And now now our talk talk begins. begins. Audie's a little inebriated tonight. (laughs) I've been drinking a bit tonight, folks. uh, If you're listening to us on The Horror Returns, we are minus a Kate and we're minus a Crystal. But we did gain an Audie. Yes, I'm back. And I have taken notes this time. So hopefully the lovely Kate will not uh, be disappointed in my note taking. Yes, oh, I think yeah. I did. Let's start a timer. I did. It started. Okay. So uh, let's start. Uh, I'm not going to go into the first bit because we're going to talk about that at the end. So uh, first thing we have as a note is uh, Allie's ball dr- balls drop. Yeah, I guess she... Kind of, sort of, maybe. Yeah, no, I feel like they, I, I they, they dropped did. a little tonight. I think they did. I think some, uh, somewhere she realized... I guess last episode that she has been this is all this is all fake. This has all been a fa- like a, a I mean in a the setup. course in the course of this episode she went from like locking every door in her house which she's been doing for six episodes to taking a lady on the run and like going out and reaching out to people and trying to make a difference. Well and she's and, really standing up for herself and, now. Yeah. Uh, and she's she's able to say, no, this is real, no this is fake. Yeah. So now she's able to she's able to delineate fiction from nonfiction. Which I think, yeah. Is this supposed to give us like a seizure? I don't know. It's really empowering though that oh. she's she's finally like not being the character we've hated this whole season, and she's well, that, and my, that's my problem. It's like when we were introduced to Allie, she went straight to the crazy, whiny, what the heck is wrong with you woman, and so we didn't care about her. And she'd been more like, uh, in her marriage, oh, I've got some phobias, da 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 da, but I'm dealing with it. Can I have the you know, under there? Yeah. Two, what are we looking for? Uh, 
no. to where we're like we we kind of we learned to like her, and then as she started getting crazier because she got hit by clowns and then it aggravated right. her holes well, phobia. We would have been felt sorry for her, but we went straight to her being aggravated. But I think that was, and that aggravated me. I don't know about the rest of you. No, I know, but that was a point. That was a point of the character was you're not supposed to like. Oh, she's just a whiny white woman. Well, I think I think and Ryan Murphy is creating these archetypes that we like jump to conclusions about other people as you know, like the whole snowflake concept and the whole like anti-legals yeah. concept. Like he's creating these archetypes that exist in our mind and in American culture, and then he's. Starting to turn them on their head a little bit, at least with Allie, he is. I feel like he took her from being a whiny snowflake that we all hated to somebody we were really rooting for in one episode. Well, and then, but that also gave us, it gave her room to grow because now we know that majority of what she was whining about was actually real. Yeah. And they were purposefully doing these things to elicit that reaction. So she's not completely crazy. She's just falling. She's gullible, I guess. Mm-hmm. But now she's not so gullible, even though she doesn't know the whole story yet. Yeah. She I don't feel quite- like she can be as easily manipulated. And, and a good example of that is, is the scene she has with Dr. Cheyenne. Yeah. Where she's Dr. like, Vincent. Dr. Vincent, sorry. She where she's just like, him. fuck you. Yeah, she was able to read the situation and be like, mm, no, you're trying to put me in you're the You're trifling. <laughs> yeah, but she, she still doesn't know the whole... She she thinks she knows this, everything, but she was, as we learned at the end, which I'm sure we'll get to, she was actually playing along with what they wanted her to do. Yeah. It was like a mousetrap. They were just guiding her. They did. The, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about that well, later. But, but they mean, are still manipulating her. Yeah. So that's true. Well, but it's, well, if we get back to Dr. Vincent, I'll, I'll say it. Uh, yes. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, the next bit that I have that's big is um, Kai's competitor. The lady who oh, is the, now dead in in one episode, she showed up and then name? was dead. I don't remember her name either. She introduced Chase herself I'm here, so we can't get names. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know her name. I have a but. comment about that alleged suicide. Well, you're on that, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're trying to set up a suicide, but okay. But like, do you think the cops are not going to notice that like all of these windows are smashed in? That someone clearly what? broke in. Okay. To. But, I mean, they might have cleaned that up. But, but one of them is a cop. Yeah, Detective Rolf is a cop. Uh, so we, he we, was there. She's like, I got this. Yeah. And right. that's that. But that's part of the problem is the cops have, are in on everybody it. Everybody is there's a little corner of every world that's corrupt. Yeah. That he can. The media is in yeah. on it. So I guess that speaks to Kai and how smart he was about choosing his people. Because Meadow in in her conversation with Ali talks about how oh, you he has to choose you, but he's not choosing people that are going to follow him in a cult. He's choosing tools that he can use to him. advance himself. And I think Meadow had it right. She was on, she was right on the nail when she when she was leaving, saying this is all about you. Right. It's not that it, we're just the tools, and that's that's what. Everyone's just a tool. Harrison's but the muscle. But they all believe in them. Detective Rolf is the cops. Beverly's the media. Meadow was, I don't know, she was... Bonkers. A, a, a and Ivy is his gateway into fear. And I think that brings us to our next bit. So we didn't talk much about Kai's competitor, but we can talk about her when we get to the next bit. But uh, the next bit is is Ivy hating Allie. Uh, about baby Oz. I can't talk about this. I just, I have such... It's really upsetting. Like, it's... 
I'm glad. I mean, it's good writing. Yes. Don't, don't get me wrong. That's well, great. I, I just don't like. This is the thing. I don't just think we have to go back and check. So, Allie gave birth to Oz, mm-hmm. but she talks about how Ivy talks about how she couldn't do it because of her endometriosis. Does that mean that Oz is her biological child? That Allie was a surrogate? We don't have that information. Like, if, if Allie well, was like... That's true. I think that information oh my God, might have been in pay. that scene, but we don't watch yeah. closely enough. <laughs> we were too drunk for that. Ivy would want to do if they want... So you think they took Ivy's egg and... Ivy's egg, and, and she some couldn't random carry a child, sperm. and then since they impregnated Allie, and Allie was a surrogate. So you think that Oz's dad matters? Could like, be. Could be. Donor I mean, is. we have enough episodes. It could be. Yeah, that's true. She wants to carry. I mean, like, I mean, I guess being a mother is a very. But, I mean, something she wanted to do. If it's from a sperm. I mean, if it's, if it's from a sperm bank. I mean, how are we going to know? Yeah, I don't think we'll see. We'll see. I'm not saying no that that's not going to come into play because good writing would bring it into play. But then, like, it wouldn't be bad writing if they did right. bring it into play. So if it doesn't sort affect of a, the. the Total it's an line. existing variable right. that we don't really have anything um, to say about, but but I for, but just the the the, the 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 pure resentment that she had, the contempt she had towards it's Ali just because she carried the baby, like she didn't get. But to it's a really it, fascinating. Then, like she wanted to feed the baby, and and Ali was being a little bit of a bitch about this. Yeah, but they could have had a conversation and avoided this whole so. cult joining thing. Yeah, well, like, like she's like, she was like, okay, just bitch. like pump her, and then let me give him a bottle. No, he doesn't want a bottle. Just give her to me. Give him to me. I mean, I, but I agree. With, she's right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I just saw see pumping as like when I am not available, there is, you know what I mean, like. I see, just I think have the flip to... side of it, it was is you are my lover and I will help you know I get to feed the baby all the time let's get some pumped milk so you can feed the baby I'm starting to see the real snowflake is Ivy yeah I because have to agree with that she was triggered by she said my baby but it's really my baby too it's like but that's but I also I, think come it's on. A, that like, seems in terms of storytelling I think it's a really interesting aspect of that type of relationship that I never really considered you know like as a woman especially you know I, I this feeling exists women who are barren have resentment towards women who uh, not all of them but right. some of them have resentment towards women who can bear it's 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 a natural feeling how they deal with that or how they react to that you right. know is is up to each person but that feeling exists and yes, then in terms of a like lesbian relationship is just really fascinating it's an aspect that i never really considered that that's it's really but brilliant for brian murphy to grab a hold of i don't think it's fair to her to put all that on no Allie. no it's totally and not like, fair. i hate my wife and no it's super wrong and she's dead. bonkers that she wants and her dead but, but people have really strong feelings about things and if they're wow. weak if they're inherently weak which i believe right. ivy, is, ivy is clearly they will you know, they will go to these lengths because Kai doesn't prey on people that are strong. Kai preys on people true. that are weak. That's true. Right, what's the next nugget? We got five okay, minutes. Okay, sorry. Next nugget is Dr. Cheyenne, Allie, and Meadow. Well, we still don't know what Dr. Doctor, Doctor we don't Vincent know if he's like really, involved in the cult or if he's he, like an innocent that, that, bystander. That's, that's the last piece of the puzzle because we, you know, he was talking to Meadow, not liking who she was. Yeah, yeah. He could have been like faking it because he's in the shadows. But she received that call from Kai, from Kai 
they had no expectation and that she lied Allie to him. would take Meadow to right. Dr. Vincent. And she got the she got the call from Kai and just saw that he called and then it was like I gotta go. So because she was already she obviously we now know was on her mission. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know, it wasn't like you know, so there there wasn't even like a pause and a cutaway to you know, did she say I've got to go and do your brother's bidding, or did she? You know, she no. just said, "I got to go." And I, left. I think it's very likely that Doctor Vincent is not involved because, from what we remembered about Uh-oh. the scene where where the parents died and all that happened, like he was very pragmatic. He was like, "Here's what's going on with the money. Here's what we need to do in order to survive." Uh, like he didn't seem, you know, like no. he was I mean, open to fancy. He's definitely handing people his patients over to Kai. Somehow he's communicating with Kai. Oh yeah, there is there is that that whole yeah, bit well, yeah, we with the phobia. We know that there's a connection. We just don't know how right it's being made. Is Kai going in and reading his notes? Probably, right. Or, and what is? I think it's more direct than that. The other thing that we we never saw um, in this whole thing is Vincent's relationship with Winter. Like, so far, we've only seen Winter's relationship with Kai and Vincent's relationship right. with Kai. We have not seen those two come together Maybe at all. they're the same person. Somebody's the same person. Somebody's the same person. Kai and who? But, like... No, Vincent and Winter. And, and clearly, they're trying to, you know... I'm sure Ivy recommended Dr. Vincent right. to Allie. Right. And he's really good. He's really attractive. Right, because since this goes you. back to so right after the election, right. she went to Dr. Vincent after she started spiraling again. Right. Though, but Chris, the Chris, she went to see Dr. Vincent, and that's when we first saw the. It was after that first time we saw them that she had her first clown attack. Mm-hmm. So I really, yeah. The first clown attack was the supermarket, store, right? The supermarket. And that was after her session. She went um, to the supermarket. Yeah. Two minutes. So, uh, two minutes. So the last thing we're going to talk about is uh, the shooting, obviously, which yeah. is, uh, it was, it was fairly disturbing. I think o- mostly in light of what happened last week. Like for me, it was, it was overly disturbing because of what just happened. But um, I don't I, feel I, like it was so disturbing that I couldn't watch it. Of I course, I wasn't it, involved. Yeah, in and well, so. I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly if you have the FX now. Maybe I'm going to check it out on the FX us. app now to because see what watched, the difference is. We watched it on demand through Xfinity, which is not the same now yeah. as what FX was advertising. So we saw the edited version. Which I thought was more than enough to maybe trigger people. So I'm for, wondering what maybe they cut out some blood splatter or, yeah, maybe there or some, things like there that. There was more like, like you know, they were able to trim it to where you, you, know, you see Meadow shoot, but then we see a close up of like the person being. Shot. I just, I mean, we have to really talk about like Meadow's psychology and and what kind of person she was she, that she she her, was like I'm gonna leave and then she wasn't she was just a completely useless person remember, a pathetic her fear was never being touched by a man again again and they had sex in that closet and he gave her what she wanted yeah. so she was ready to die for him he's very smart about he the way he manipulates her. 100% manipulated that one I mean you do understand the timeline that the whole thing from her running over there and saying it's a right. cult everyone's in the cult that was all it's set all up. bullshit yeah <laughs> yet discovering her in the grave that was planned. all yep yeah you know, they 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 making sure they got away well maybe that wasn't planned 
No, I, well, no, yeah, yeah, no, I think she yeah, meant for her to get away. Because the, the, cause she, she told, it was after they got away, like after Medica caught and she went mm. and rescued her from the garage. Mm-hmm. That's well, when she that. told her more information. Yeah. For I, it was all about getting her to that point they, they of the to shooting. Give, they wanted Allie to have all the information so that when Allie was the only one who could say, no, it's this, this, and this, and this, they'll say, you're crazy. And, yeah. well, and she has a record of yeah, which is now psychosis. really interesting. So first of all, like brilliant of of Kai for him to be combining like what Ivy wanted with what he wanted with what Meadow wanted. Like I mean, he's that's like some you know little finger level of, of planning. <laughs> and uh, okay, so we're almost out of time, but I do have to. T- I just want to take a second to talk about like. What we think is going to happen next in terms of this shooting and and Allie's like part in it? Do they? Do you think they think she did it? No, because I was talking to Andrew. You weren't in the room. You know, the SWAT was already walking down when when, so when they Meadow saw Meadow. So probably, they will question her like Andrew said. Well, they, what gonna... they saw is two hands or four hands on a gun and someone shot in the head. Right. But somebody in the audience has <laughs> right. To and so like Andrew said, Unless everyone at arrest. the rally. Is paid. Is paid by Kai. Yeah. That would be a twisted little thing. Well, I mean, he paid all the other protesters, yeah. so why not these uh, guys? So, like Andrew said, the person with the gun, of course, is going to get arrested. Right, but Every, they did. Everybody, everybody around her is dead. Right, right, right. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, I... It w- well, it may not be that they're going to charge her with the shooting, but the fact that everything else is just going to say in connection with telling them that she wasn't the one, it's going to sound crazy. And then Ivy, she's, who she's would never committed. be allowed cu- custody, now gets custody of Oz. Wow. Um, and then next week we've got Frances Conroy showing Conroy up with her Frances weird Conroy. coven of, like, man-murdering feminists. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, you know, he's out of commission for hours or a day. Right. And I, we and definitely Beverly think... broke him down. We definitely think this is the rise of Beverly. Unless, unless... This is, again, Kai being smarter than everybody else, and he played Beverly. He showed vulnerability to reel her in and give her a false sense of security. So Why would he want it her could to- be a double play, you know? If he's been this smart about reading people until now, uh, but he, he could be-, be reading... Beverly he can as be well. can be omnipotent and know everything that's going to happen. Well, it's not about omnipotence. It's about him seeing somebody else trying to explode his own want, weakness. And he might already intuit that Beverly wants power. power. Right. And that she wants to best the best. Uh, I don't know. I mean, because she's that's, already... Well, she's, I think you I just mean, don't think Ryan well, Murphy's that smart. I mean, she's already come to him and like kind of laid out like, oh, we need to like... She's trying person, to test him for yeah. power and he cares about power. But where that's so what that's he cares almost about. Like he has no he wants to be Donald Trump drink. I mean, he has to have a weakness. I'm not saying it's necessarily wrong, like he's lying to them about what actually happened. But right, I, it's no. very possible that her perceived power over him is only perceived. So leave us a comment in the section below and tell us what you think the dynamic between Beverly and Kai is gonna be. Because that's gonna be week. the major power struggle next, that's, I think. Well, apparently. That's what that's it looks my like. Guess. And Francis Conroy is back! <laughs> We're going to be drinking the Francis Conroy. I just watched her today in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I love her as Barney's mom. 
All right, so thank you so much to the Horror Returns for having us on their podcast. You can go see their, po- you can go listen to their podcast at podbean.com backslash the Horror Returns Subscribe. or on their Facebook page. Also, if you like our content and you're listening to us on a podcast, that is the scene going, not Steam. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would love for you to be part of our Patreon community and uh, give us a dollar, and there you'll see exclusive content from the Knights of the Drunk Watch. We'll be. Super professional dishwashing Super professional. in the background content. And uh, we <laughs> will, don't forget, um, Walking Dead starts in two weeks, mm. and we will be here for... It better be a damn good season, Ryan. Whether, uh, not Ryan Murphy. Whether, well, yeah, can't blame Ryan Murphy for everything. Thanks, Obama. No. Uh, we will be Great. here, hell or high water, good or bad, overacting or not. We'll be here to pick it apart we'll if it's a disaster. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll take it to Comic Palooza. Oh yeah, we're gonna get hated on at Comic Palooza. If you haven't checked out our Comic Palooza panels, please do. Because they were a ton of fun and people fun. got super drunk and they screamed a lot. So it's well worth it was watching. Alright, so Andrew, let's take us out. Let's, let's we are the Nights to Drunk Watch. And, and now, now our, our talk, talk has ended. ended. Good night, everybody. See you Thanks. next Tuesday. You guys ready to move on to the movies? Yes, sir. All right, so we've got... Uh, I, now it's time for featured attractions. Uh, it's time for the horror to return again. And again. <laughs> and again this week. Uh, it's <laughs> Every happy, single day. Yep, happy death day and uh, run, Lola, run. Uh, so we'll start with the older movie, Run, run Lola, Run. Uh, the trivia is as follows. Director and writer was uh, Tom uh, Tykwer. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he's also known for doing Cloud Atlas and the TV show Sense8, along with the Wachowskis. So they work together quite a bit. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Uh, yep. There are many spirals, uh, visuals of spirals in the movie, staircases, uh, bar behind phone booth, etc. This is because the director was a big fan of Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Huh. Um, as well as writing and directing the film, Tom Tykwer also composed the techno music, which uh, features star Franca Potente on vocals. Uh, the colors Was he red. dated her at the time? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting, but uh, yeah. Because I guess it fit the movie, but it was... Yeah, well, kinda, it was definitely German. <laughs> yeah, very German. <laughs> Uh, the colors red, such as Lola's hair, uh, a lot of the cars you see, a telephone, and also yellow, such as the phone box, the supermarket, and the tram, appear very often in the film. And these colors were selected by the director to signify danger. Uh, the reds, you'll notice, are mainly in Lola's scenes, and the yellows in Manny's. Uh, yeah, I have to go back and see that. So, uh, although, yeah, that does kind of make sense. I do remember that now showing up quite a bit. So, uh, run Lola run, Brian, what, what did you think, man? Um, um, I actually like this one. This was a first time watch for me. Um, mm-hmm. I like the pacing, you know, once, once the story got going, you know, just like the title, you know, it was, it was run, run, Lola run. It was just going, going. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the three different endings we got. It was uh, it was very yeah. interesting. Um, 
a lot of a lot of they mixed in a lot of things. I like the animation mm-hmm. that they threw in there too. Um, yeah, it was terrible, but it kind of worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I liked I liked the the, the actress that played uh, what was her Frank Franca Potente. Yeah, Lola. I, I thought she was uh-huh. really good in this. Uh, her boyfriend Manny is a fucking dipshit, really. Yeah, yeah, that guy's the dumbest huh? person on the planet. Yeah, let me just leave this fucking bag of money that I, <laughs> I had to give to my boss because what, what was the reason? Because he didn't have a ticket to be on the subway. Yeah, and he thought that the cops were going to kick him off anyway. So yeah, he just you went ahead and got off. <laughs> you couldn't buy a fucking ticket to get on the subway. With your giant bag of money, I was like, "This guy is an idiot, stupid." And um, <laughs> but I mean, face. that guy's dumb. <laughs> but I just, I just, um, I just one of the things I said, like I said, I like the pacing. You know, the, all this, all the, these different scenarios happen within twenty minutes, right? And they, they, um, they kept it going, and I, I, I really had a lot of fun with this one. Mm-hmm. Was the movie yeah. in real time? Was it in real time, guys? If you go back and look at it, I was trying to figure that out. I, I think it was, because I think that when she started the run, she had, what, exactly 20 minutes to to get there or something like that? And I think it ran right. literally 20 minutes, exactly. Yeah, the movie runtime is uh, an hour and 20 minutes, so. Mm-hmm. And there were, what, there were three, well, there was the little setup section, and then there were the two little... Uh, you noticed in between a couple of the scenes they showed, like, one where she asked him a question that there's no way he could have answered. Right. And then in the second scene, he asked her a question there's no way she could have answered. And that so you had that, and then at the end you had a little a little bit at the very end of it. So I, I, I think this may have been in real time, you know? So I maybe it was, yeah. I think it was, and I think it prob- this movie has probably inspired a lot, of, a lot of this newer stuff that you've seen where you've got the time loops and stuff like that going on. Like What'd you 24. think, Phil? Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. It had kind of a, uh, I mean, okay, so it's in German in case you haven't seen it, so subtitled. Um, but it, it had kind of a, uh, like a Guy Ritchie sort of vibe to it. It was really mm-hmm. um, like raw and fast paced and, right. uh, and, and, and a lot of like, scenes that would just pop up and go really fast and then you'd have to keep up and then it would go back here. You know, it was just a very fast paced movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it though. It kind of had a, uh, a, a cool vibe to it. Uh, I, I think it was cool that we kind of got like three different short stories of the same thing and different ways that it could have happened. I didn't really mm-hmm. get because, okay. So you know how she's running along and she'll like bump into the lady with the uh, baby carriage, right? Yes. And then, and, and they, what? they go through her little backstory, mm-hmm. uh, like each, each in each story, each time that she runs past her, but they, she has like a different backstory each time. And I don't understand that. Yeah. It was, I guess it was supposed to be that chaos theory, the, the butterfly yeah. effect that mm-hmm. she was just altering different their dimensions. Yeah. Altering their, their futures. I'm, some of them were pretty fucking dark. Yeah. So you're telling me in every one of these dimensions, this dumbass leaves a bag of money on the bus. I guess he's, <laughs> I guess no, no. In every which way this guy's just dumb. Just a fuck you, huh? <laughs> well, I can't say it surprises me. <laughs> I mean, there, there's like, there's so much you there's so much you could say about Manny. I like how he tries to call somebody 
to get the hundred thousand too. Mm-hmm. I know. Get so mad that they only have five hundred. I know. They're like, "Well, I can give you five hundred. And he's like, "No, I'm gonna punch the phone booth like three times." Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was the purpose of that, huh? I don't know, but well, because it was it was memorable, and so they showed that same scene in each story, so it went back to it. But I, yeah, and- I, th- I thought it was cool, man. It was uh, it was a first watch for me. I'd never even heard of it before, um, and uh, it, it it seems like it could be. It's not the it's not the greatest movie out there, but it seems like it it lives in that like cult classic territory. And had it been in English, I think it would be. Um, Cut. Kind of surprised they haven't done an English remake yet. Yeah, I mean, guy, it was it was pretty interesting. Although I don't know how you really mess with that one, you know. I mean, uh, they could they could do a more polished version in English, but it wouldn't have the right. same uh, feel to it. I don't think. I, yeah. I, I, I think it the way it is. Yeah, I think it would definitely lose something in a remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the way they showed uh, the city of Berlin. How. She starts out in such a uh, when she first runs out of that apartment, then she's running through that beautiful courtyard, that garden, and it's yeah. real. Uh, it, it it's real peaceful setting, and all of a sudden, you know, I, I think after the part where she she almost runs in or she runs into the lady twice and almost runs into her the third time that's pushing the stroller, and then all of a sudden you start seeing like you know uh, it looks really dirty and gritty, like you see graffiti all over a lot of the walls she's running past and. You know, you see all these people driving cars real fast, like almost hitting her and then giving her the bird and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like that, she's I, in the middle of a fucking street. Yeah, I know. But it, <laughs> it just it almost it almost kind of felt like the further she got, the closer she got to Manny, the dirtier and grittier and and nastier everything got, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then and then when she Which, gets, I, I love the scenes in the bank where she went in and tried to get the money from her dad. Oh, that guy oh, was yeah. a scumbag. Oh man, yeah. and yeah, like the the way it turned out the first time. But had she gotten there just like what five seconds later or something, it the lady would have said the next thing she was going to say, and his attitude would have been totally different. But he was still a dirtbag. Yeah, um, yeah, I really like it. I like the I like like you were talking about Brian the butterfly effect, the chaos theory thing. Yeah, yeah, and how it showed all that going around, and they didn't even they didn't exactly totally explain why she started over again each time, and and that kind of led to the to the mystery, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think about the soundtrack? Uh, <laughs> I think it was pretty cool, man. I thought it, I thought it went really well with the, with the movie. I thought it, I thought it was, was time to go pretty well with, with the scenes and stuff. You know what? I kept thinking of the entire time during the soundtrack. What's that? The, uh, that super trooper scene with the German guy and the little sports <laughs> oh, car. Oh, of course. <laughs> Every well, time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they got it from this, or maybe this got it from that, you know? <laughs> you know German techno. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. I mean, anything else you guys want to say about this one before we move on? No. Yeah, it was a good watch. I, I, I think we all, we, we're all glad we, we saw it. Um, what's your score, Brian? Uh, I'm going to go with a seven. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I had a lot of, I've heard of this movie. I just never got around to watching it, but I'm glad I did. It was, it was definitely a good movie. Um, fast paced. Um, I liked the different scenarios. Um, it had characters that you like Lola. I was really just, she's got some great cardio. Let me throw that in there. Mm-hmm. For uh, sure. Man. Uh, ass. 
I was really pushing for her to, to get this done, even though her boyfriend Manny is a is a piece of shit and he doesn't he doesn't deserve someone to help him out like this because right. just don't leave a bag of money that you're in charge. That that was his only job was to bring the money. <laughs> you had one right. job. <laughs> and not only that, but she was supposed to pick him up and since she wasn't there right exactly at the right time, he's like right. Well, I guess I'll just take the subway. Oh wait, <laughs> we, I gotta I gotta bring up the damn the homeless guy. I did not get that scene. Oh, we forgot all about that, right? He traded the bag of money for the gun. That was kind of weird, man. Yeah, and then it didn't really go nowhere after that. So no, I, that was pretty that, much. Well, it. yeah, he he was he was because he knew it wasn't his bag of money. It was the same uh, guy mm-hmm. that he ran into in the subway. Right. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, but uh, with that yeah. being said, uh, seven. I, okay. I had I had a lot of fun watching it. That's not too bad. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I think uh, I probably had it not been directed so well, I'd probably give it a six. Um, but I think the whole feel of the movie, uh, like I said, it's got kind of a like Guy Ritchie cool mm-hmm. folk classic sort of vibe to it. Sure. And uh, uh, for that, I'm going to bump it up to a seven. I like it. Right. Kind of has that European gangster feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, I um, just had to look I just had to look her up because she looks familiar, the main actress. She's been actress. in a lot, hasn't she? Yeah, she's been in the Bourne movies. She mm-hmm. was... Uh, oh. oh, she uh, she was in Blow. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I had to just throw that in there. She looks super familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I re- the thing I remember her for now that now that I'm I'm looking at the credit at her credits of other things she's been in that uh, TV show with Tom Hardy in it that was I think it's been renewed for a second season. Taboo, the one on FX. Oh yeah, she yeah. played Helga, the mistress basically of the whorehouse. Yeah. That I and now I'm thinking of oh fuck that was her. Okay, cool. You know, um, uh, but actually that been on, that she's been on American Horror Story. Uh, vaguely, uh, if she was on that, I don't remember her in that one. Yeah, she played Anne Frank. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, it was um the 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 thing I remember about the show Taboo that made it so unique for me. It was the first uh, TV show on FX I ever heard them use the word fuck on. Uh, I heard it was going rampant on that show. Yeah, it really was, man. Uh, but I did tap out. <laughs> I got a little bored with it. So, uh, so you guys both give it a seven then? Yeah. All right, cool. We're at our, our famous, uh, I think the second time this has happened, seven, seven, seven then. Hey. All right. <laughs> Too bad we're not in Vegas, right? I know, right? <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to our uh, main feature tonight, which is the brand new movie, Happy Death Day. Uh, director is Christopher Landon. Also known for Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, uh, which we will forgive him for because he also directed Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, Writer Scott Lobdell, also known for X-Men, the animated series, and and he actually created the character Blink. Did you know that, Uh, Brian? No, I did not. Huh. Um, This movie was originally titled Half to Death. And, uh, yeah, after after sitting on a shelf for 10 years, a a chance meeting with an old producer on the film gave Landon the idea to send the script to Bloomhouse, and the rest is history. All right, boys, take it away. I didn't see this one. 
Um, I'll go first. Uh, I have to quote our uh, newest Facebook group member, uh, Samantha Bean. She said, because uh, I was talking to her earlier, she says, I think any hardcore horror or scare movie fan will think this movie is tame. And mm. that's exactly what I thought. And I was Whoa. a little bit bored yeah. at times throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I did like the concept of it. Um, the main actress, they really do a good job of making you not like her. As, mm-hmm. as Which brings up the, you know, who, who, wa- who wants to kill her? Who are the suspects? Because... There could be a lot. <laughs> yeah, because she in the beginning, in the beginning, she is very unlikable. Right. And yeah. I thought she she played, is super hot, though. Yeah, I'll give her that. <laughs> she she played to that <laughs> un, being unlike. Lot, yeah, she played to that un, unlikableness very good. And um, okay. but it, at times it just it was slow and nothing was happening. And yeah. and, and and I think the movie was a little confused because um, at times it felt like it was trying to be a comedy. Because there was a there was a, a montage, Philip. You know what I'm talking about. There was a montage in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. Just, it, it was it a, definitely didn't scream horror movie. Yeah, it was a little too I don't know comedic. And this movie was being billed as a uh, Groundhog Day meets Scream. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a little bit more Groundhog's Day than Scream. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't I don't know. I just I didn't get the. It wasn't scary. Definitely. So this is a Blumhouse movie, yeah. Yes. Yeah. See that. I don't. I don't know how it really fits in with Blumhouse. Anything. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it had a horror aspect to it, but it was like not um, really that scary, mm-hmm. huh? Okay. So my wife was watching. Uh, God damn it! What is that show? It was dumb with <laughs> Julia Roberts' niece. Oh, Scream Queens? Scream Queens. So she was watching Scream Queens. And I was like, oh, I always wanted to watch that. And I watched it and I was like, ah, this is really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Really rough, huh? (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, so this is better than Scream Queens. I'll give it that. Yeah, I tapped out out of Scream, like, the second episode. Because I think that was trying to be more comedy than horror. Uh, And this one has a lot more comedy than horror, too. Um but at least it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I, I, it did get a little slow at times. Um, the, the death scenes were, <sighs> the first one was, was a little tense. And mm-hmm. then pretty much everyone after that was not at all. Yeah. Do you think if this movie was rated R, it would have been different? Uh, yeah, because her naked scene coming out of the dorm room when she just didn't have any clothes on would have been way more awesome. Oh, what a that, shame! That 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 what leads back to our that leads back to our gratuitous sex scenes that we don't get <laughs> no go. more. Okay, we got a nice shot of her back. <laughs> that girl, <laughs> even her back, dude. That girl is hot, <laughs> right? And I don't normally do blondes, but uh, yeah, she was she was she was pulling that shit off. Yeah, yep. and. Uh, Another thing that I didn't like, it was very telegraphed. Yeah. As the movie was going, you could you're 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 just checking off, okay, it's not you, it's not you, it's neither uh, you or you. No. Was this telegraphed? Well, and they give you that clue in the middle. Yeah. I don't know if you got that with the fire. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. But then they did a pretty good job of making me forget about it for a minute. 
Right. You know, I guess a uh, sleight of hand that make you focus on something else. Brian, Brian, uh, was it as as badly telegraphed as you said Wish Upon was? Um, no, <laughs> Wish Upon was. Just you know what? I'm I'm a I'm a reserve my judgment on Wish Upon because it just came out on Blu-ray. Apparently, there is a director's cut. Ah, uh, okay. For the movie that they, uh, I, I think the director was on Shock the Shockwaves podcast. Okay. And it's supposed to be a different movie, basically. So I'm going to hopefully I'll check that out. Yeah, hopefully I'll check it out before next week's show. But all right. Yeah, this one, it just I don't know. I kind of was really looking forward to this because I I love Groundhog's Day. Yeah. And um, the the first couple screen movies I I really like. So that being mashed into one movie, I was really looking forward to this. It just it just missed it for me. Yeah, I, when the movie was over, the first thing I said was, oh, that was all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, okay. that's how I feel about this. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> it just wasn't bad. Yeah, I, t- I, I took my son with me this time. And I was, you know, I asked him, you know, what you think about it? He was like, yeah. It was good. Yeah. yeah. It was okay. Oh, and he's, okay. In the, and he's in the age demographic for it. Yeah. Yeah, he, exactly. he 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 really didn't appreciate the ending either. Oh, so, yes. oh no! Yeah. So that was that was his review on it. It was yeah, it's okay. <laughs> well, and I mean, I know that you know that's the age demographic they're going for, but eh, you're gonna have a sorority house, and I don't know, a sorority house with no nudity, a. Oh, give me yeah. a break, man. Come on. Yeah. And and B, it was just, I don't know, the whole sorority thing was a little overplayed because it was like, oh, man, how many Kim Kardashians can I fucking listen to for? <laughs> I, will, I will say the, the, the main sorority girl, yeah. she played that role pretty good because she was a bitch. Completely. Oh, she was totally a bitch. I was, I was, she, was she was funny, though. She was funny. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's all right. Yeah, I think that's wait, yeah, wait, it's okay. <laughs> wait, wait, or or come on Netflix or something. Don't don't go to the theater to see this thing. Okay. You know what? Honestly, I had more fun watching the babysitter than I did this. Hmm? So there you have it. Looks yeah. like the babysitter looks like a funner movie. It was from what I've seen. You know, I was excited about this one too, man. I thought I thought mm-hmm. it was interesting. Yeah, they they pushed it quite a bit. I saw a lot of ads for this, you know. Yeah. I saw the trailer probably seven or eight times, you know. And another... Now, this girl will be in some more stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I thought yeah, she's... She, she was a good actress. Yeah, she was probably the best best thing out of this movie. Yeah. Because she, she does have a turn in the movie, and I thought she, she played that off pretty good, too. Yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, another thing I'm going to do new on the show, I'm going to give the Rotten Tomato score. And this oh, nice. one is sitting at a 68%. Hmm. Not not horrible. And yeah. I did not write it down, but I think the audience score is a little bit higher. Okay. At a 72. Don't quote me on that, but I, I know mm-hmm. it was in the 70s. So. Uh, I mean, it seems a little high, but it still sort of is right alongside my. Yeah, it's okay. It's 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 fluff. Mm-hmm. You know, you if you uh, want to go see a movie uh, on a date know. night, it's not it's not terrible. Hmm. Yeah, checking the the box office. It it has won the weekend. 
31.5 million off of a 4.8 million dollar budget so oh there may be another one <laughs> yeah probably will because i'm hearing rumblings there's gonna right, be a bye bye right. man too no <laughs> yeah this one beat blade runner oh yep. no <laughs> ouch which it shouldn't no it did uh you ready for score yeah let's do it uh, I am going to give this. Uh, it wasn't horrible. It just not. It wasn't what I was expecting. I wanted more out of it. It was a little slow. I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah, very soft six. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I was trying to decide somewhere between. You know, can I give it a five point seven five? Sure, <laughs> whatever you want, man. It's your, it's your rating. Like in between a five and a half and a six, man, yeah, because it go. was, uh, was it worth watching? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Are you going to miss anything if you don't? Not really. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wasn't beating myself up over watching it. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, yeah, it kind of fell flat a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And there was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of times in the middle. I mean, the montage was fun, but aside from that part in the middle, it was like, uh, I kind of got bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's too bad, man. But, you know, on the plus side, you guys obviously both liked it more than you didn't, so it sounded like yeah. you'd recommend it at least maybe when it comes on Netflix or something. Yeah, if it, if it pops up and you get the chance to watch it, why mm-hmm. not? Yeah, I think cool. I think Philip said it best. You know, if you got a date, you know, it's 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 Halloween season. Sure, this is yeah. a pretty pretty safe movie to go watch. Yeah, and it's just it's just okay. Okay, well, that's, that's my put, score. Put on, that on, on the that DVD note? box. <laughs> on that note, guys, you ready? You ready to do some spoiling? Yep. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Um, Shit, I, don't I don't know what to spoil. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring up a couple things I really liked. Um, I liked the fact that even though she kept dying every day, mm-hmm. uh-huh. she was still feeling the effects of dying every day. Yeah, so she got they, like weaker every day. Oh, yeah, really? I, I really, I really like that. It's not like it just reset and she was perfectly fine. It's like every time she died, she would be weaker, and you kind of see it as the movie was going. How she kind of looked a little paler. Mm-hmm. There was a scene where she went to the hospital and she got X-rays done, and then uh, in the X-rays, uh, he was basically saying stuff from I see in your X-rays. You should probably be dead. Because she has all this hey, eternal cool trauma. Twist. Yeah, yeah. But that's, then, that uh, but then they didn't man. really stick with it though. Because I really? mean, that was like in the middle of the movie. Okay. And then she still dies a couple more times after that, mm-hmm. and doesn't pass out and go to the hospital. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know exactly how that works. Right. But uh, it would have been cool had had they followed through on it a little more. I think. And the other thing I had brought up earlier, she she had a character change, and because uh, she went from being bitchy to so I could see why so many people wants to you know harm her or kill her, mm-hmm. and then once she started opening up to, there was one character who I would probably say he was 
very open to her saying that she's living the same day. It seems like he was right. Uh, he, he believed it really quick, like every, huh? yeah, like every time. Right, dude. I'm when, sorry if she woke up in my dorm room and I was a fucking freshman because that dude was obviously a freshman. Right. Then uh, I, I, I would probably believe her too. <laughs> you would believe any word she said, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. What. When once she opened up, she she became more fun. I thought her character. Oh yeah, yeah. That know? last that last life that she had. Well, not the last one, but the the one where she's like finally starting to okay, I'm gonna live things right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, I, it, that was that was kind of a fun scene to watch because yeah, it she's was like very likable. Yeah, she's finally doing the right thing because she is sort of a likable person, you know. And yeah, so she, she now she's finally doing good things. Yeah, she openly farted at the diner. She, <laughs> no, she, she really didn't give a what? fuck. Yeah, <laughs> she she was eating food and burped, and he was like, she said something, is that all you got? And then she mm-hmm. farted. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I just, I, I just felt like she nasty. became more funner. She became more funner. First fun thing in the morning, yeah. fart. <laughs> <laughs> what, about the, uh, what about the scene that I saw in the trailer where she's like walking across campus naked or something? That was the one. Yeah, that was... Uh, I think that was during the mont. Was that during the montage? Uh yeah, I think that was that was during the montage because she was she she had finally realized that oh well if I'm just going to die every day and relive the same goddamn thing I may right. as well figure out who the killer is mm-hmm. and uh, so during the montage one of the times she's like well fuck it and just like walks outside naked and she's like there's the song playing and she's right. got her little strut going and. <laughs> And she is super fucking hot. So. <laughs> I think Phillips got a new favorite actress here, man. Well, just in this movie, again, I don't do blondes, and I don't normally dig right? the skinny bitches, but she had it rolling. Okay. That's all that matters, man. Yeah. Too bad it wasn't rated R. Uh, I know. <laughs> that would have been fun to watch. <laughs> Any Anything else to spoil? Uh... No, every everything was pretty. <laughs> Sound like a know. pretty shallow plot, huh? Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was really shallow. I mean, your your whole goal is trying to figure out who the killer is, so right. it does have that scream kind of atmosphere to it. Okay. And uh, but there's a scene um, where she finally gets away from the killer, who she thinks is the killer. It's the uh, like the the dude that escapes from the from the hospital. He's like a prisoner and a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Who's the obvious choice, right? Sure. And he he drops this uh, birthday candle into this gas leak that oh. where she's like locked up in a cop car oh, and it blows no. up the cop car. That's how she dies on that one, right? But the dropping of the birthday candle that it gives you, like That's I clear. felt like that was the here it is. This is who's the killer, Doop. right? Right. Because <laughs> it ended up being her. Uh, her uh, roommate. Yeah, oh, it was okay. It, yeah, it just, it, to me, it just like when chick? it was the chick or the freshman guy that she woke up with. No, nope. the chick. Okay. Yeah, chick. The, yeah, you see, the bitchy you, one. You, go ahead. The, was I was going to say the reasoning one? for it was dumb. Yeah, she's um, like. I hate yeah. you because you stole this guy from me. So yeah, she, you like, you stole Gregory, even though you never meet Gregory in the movie mm-hmm. at all. Right? Yeah. And so she like is is, I mean, so dead set on killing her 
that not only does she keep coming after her after she doesn't eat the fucking poison cupcake, you would think that if you're giving her a poison cupcake for her birthday, Mm -hmm. that, uh, I, I, I don't know. Just from the mindset of the killer, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. She doesn't have a whole lot of motive, right? which, you know, is why she's kind of a last guess mm-hmm. for who the killer is. But uh, the motive that she does have doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, so that's a uh, happy, happy death day. So you guys both liked it more than you didn't. So, like, again, you'd probably recommend it, but I, I'm assuming not to go pay for it at the theater. Would be yeah. my guess. Yeah, I mean, if if right. that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I wouldn't go seeking out this movie, but if it happens to pop up in front of you one day, oh look, Happy Death Day is in front of me. Mm-hmm. Then go ahead and watch it. It's it's not gonna cool. it's not gonna ruin your day, you know. Right. <laughs> it's, I'm it's sure it'll be on movie. HBO or something like that, if nothing else, you know. Yeah, within it's three just, or four months. It's just not awesome. I don't I don't think it was worth the theater experience. Mm-hmm. Unless you had a movie pass, which all the guys seem to be getting except except me. Brian, you've had yours for a while, right? Yeah, hey, I've been using mine for almost two months, uh, and it is amazing. I know, I know Carl, Carl's got his. He's using his. Um, and I know he's got to check down on Island Man and see if they'll, they'll let me use one. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that Carl got his T-shirt, too, because I think I saw something on Facebook. Yeah. You guys, any, anything we didn't shout out? This time we, we will next week for sure. Uh, yep, of course, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to feed, uh, hear your feedback and ideas. Uh, send us an iTunes review. Email us, thehorrorreturns.com, whatever you want to do. And uh, next week, I think it's going to be a real disaster here at The Horror Returns. Brian, what do you think? I believe so. What new What new movie are we going to be reviewing? <laughs> A geostorm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That'll definitely hoping. be a disaster. I am praying. <laughs> I am praying that this is a bottom five of the year, man. I'm hoping that this is so bad that it's good. Uh, um, well, you might be right. <laughs> we're, I think we're also going to check out uh, 19, the 1974 uh, classic Earthquake. Have you guys seen that one before? A long uh-huh. time ago. Yeah, All right. I've never seen it. Ready to watch it again? Yeah. All right, cool. And then I I know we're going to have another bonus. It it probably won't be this week. It'll probably come out uh a little bit after the next episode, but it is going to be our annual Halloween Halloween with the kids. So oh, that's bum, bum. Yeah, one of the few we won't be using four-letter words in. <laughs> um but we are going to pick three movies, so uh Brian, my uh my two granddaughters have picked theirs. It's uh uh, uh b- Boo a Medea Halloween 2. Uh, Is that Caitlin? <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Well, right, do, you guys, do you guys have your picks lined up yet? Um, you know, I'm going to let my daughter pick it out. Okay. But she she is super pumped for that. Thank thank you, Lance. Thank All you right, cool. so well, much. We got Medea on, on our plate. What else, Philip? Oh, man. I don't know. I'll... Uh... Mine are little. I'll ask them okay. <laughs> see what movie they want to watch, but we'll find something. All right. There's a lot of good good Halloween kids uh, movies out there for sure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>